What's up, guys? Welcome back to That Drunk at Fucked. It is 4 o'clock on Friday, so you already know that that Friday night drink order is in check. Uh, we will be consuming copious amounts of Jameson and ginger ale this evening, so I hope you are all ready for some fucking absolute abomination of a fucking podcast tonight. So... Uh, many of you know from my last podcast, there's been a lot of shit going on. Um, but I'm sure everyone's going through their own shit. Uh, uh, but I was thinking about it today. I was, um, I was doing some thinking about, you know, my past 11 years in the military and some of the poor decisions that I've definitely made, you know, I'll go out and say it. Yeah. 11 years in the military, still an E4. Go ahead, shit on me. I know it's coming. Um, But a lot of that attributes to decisions that I made and decisions that I didn't make. So, you know, um, everyone knows E1 to E3 is fucking easy peasy, fucking move up the ranks quick. But um, for me, I made uh, a lot of stupid decisions. That prevented me from moving up those ranks real quick. Uh, where do I start? Um, I guess I'll start with... Uh, I have a fucking smart-ass mouth. And that definitely got me into trouble. In multiple occasions. Um, for many of you that have served with me, you know how loud, obnoxious, and how unfiltered I can be. Especially when it comes to something that I think is fucking stupid or pointless. But, you know, that's just me. That's never going to change, and people have started to realize that I'm going to speak my mind no matter what, and I don't care if you've been in the military for four years and you're already a fucking E5, E6. Most of the E5s and E6s are going to listen to me because I've been around the block a few times. I'm not telling them how to do their job, but if they're going to put me or my soldiers or my team in a fucking situation that's going to get us killed in a real situation, I'm not having it. You know, um, it was, uh, one of our privates actually perfectly described it, that I am the E4 Mafia leader in our company that is the morale booster. So I guess I'll take that as a compliment. I don't know if it really is being an E4 for fucking as long as I have been. Um, I didn't pick my four up until I was in Afghanistan in 2012, so I was already well into my fucking military career for that, but, um, you know, there was also other stuff other than my fucking run-of-the-mouth shit, um, I tore my ACL and my MCL, uh, right before I left, which you all know from the first podcast, and, uh, that's been a fucking upward battle the entire time, and <clears throat> Afghanistan just made it worse, and, you know, I never got it checked out, never got it taken care of. Um, I refuse to go to the fucking VA for any type of fucking medical help. And I'm sure I'm not the only vet out there that fucking thinks about that. But there, that, that entire fucking VA system, I get why they put it in place. It's a great idea. But the way it's run, like, come on, bro. I've seen fucking crackheads do drug deals that have been a lot smoother than the way the fucking VA treats veterans. 
but um, that's a whole nother fucking story. Um, but yeah, going back to that, you know, between injuries with my knee, my back, um, kidney issues, and, you know, it's not so much that I can't do the job. It's the military has specific requirements for specific things, obviously, and one of them is you need to have a passing PT test. Got it. I can do the push-ups. I can do the sit-ups all day long. Those aren't the issue. It's the running. I can't run a 17-minute two-mile with a torn ACL and MCL. Like, I'm sorry. It's just not going to happen. As much as I may try, um, it's not going to happen. Uh, and it's really just the only thing hindering me from becoming an NCO is, you know, that and going to BLC, but you can't go, yeah, I could, they could give me a temporary profile, I'll do the walk, whatever, I'll pass, whoopee, I have a passing profile, passing PT test for the year, whoopee, that still doesn't get me to where I need to be, so it's kind of come to the point in my career where I kind of have to get this knee thing figured out, uh, whether they either give me a permanent for it, or they give me the option to get out, or I go get it fucking surgically repaired, um, for many of you that know, I have a horrible history with surgeries. They always end up going wrong. They always end up finding something that's much worse, or I fucking don't recover properly, and I end up getting an infection, or some other bullshit happens. That actually, for once in my life, is not my fault. Um, but, you know, it's... It's not frustrating to see soldiers that I know that came in the military after me as E1s, E2s, E3s pass me on the promotion list, get promoted to sergeant, get promoted to staff sergeant. It doesn't bother me. As long as they know the material and they can do the job, that's fine. It's those few fuckheads that scoot by the system by sucking someone's fucking fat cock up at whatever level to get where they are. I'm not going to name any names. I'm not going to fucking say anything. Doesn't matter if you have a deployment or you have two deployments or three deployments. I don't care. If you are fucking incompetent as fuck, there is zero reason why you should get put on that promotion board. And you know what? The National Guard does things differently than active duty. Active duty, you actually still have to go to a board. And I think that should how it should, how it should be in the National Guard and reserves like... You go If you go to a fucking board on active duty and you are ate the fuck up off paperwork, like, your paperwork could be stellar. Like, you could be the fucking super soldier on paperwork. You could walk in there and be absolutely fucking short 30 chromosomes. Yes, I know. There's not 30 chromosomes in the human body. I get it. I was making a joke. They're going to look at you and be like, why the fuck did you even come here? You don't know any of the material. You're not ready to be an NCO. And that's how it should be. But no, National Guard, they get a fucking sheet with your evaluation and your fucking point system and all that bullshit. And they look at it like, all right, well, this person rates this this on the promotion list. So they just get there. Like, I, we just got the new promotion list. I'm fourth on the promotion list. Okay, cool, whatever. I chose not to be on the promotion list when I signed my paperwork because I personally don't feel I'm ready to be a leader yet. Despite what every fucking E5, E6, E7, E8, up to fucking Sergeant Major says. You need to get your five. You're an excellent soldier. 
I, I disagree, Sergeant Major, but thank you. I appreciate it. Um, but going back to it, it's, uh, it's all, like my last podcast, it all goes back to decisions that I've made. I dug myself this fucking pit, and I have to dig myself out of it. Now, I got a year and a half left on my contract. They're not going to let me re-enlist if I don't take a PT test and pass. And I want to take the PT test and pass without a profile. So, the, I guess this year's goal is to lose some weight and fucking strengthen my knee out so that I can do the two mile. Because so everybody knows in the military or in the army about that new fucking PT test that's coming and that shit's no joke. Like, that PT test is designed to break soldiers. I'm sorry. I, that's my opinion. If you look it up, look up the new army physical fitness test. It's not the push-ups, sit-ups, and two-mile run anymore. It's a bunch of fucking alternate events that are designed to essentially destroy your fucking body. If you're not in peak performance or peak shape of your life, you're not going to pass that test. I know people that are in fucking amazing shape that probably won't pass that test because of you know, okay, cool, you got to do shuttle sprints. Yeah, that person fucking does a shuttle sprint and they're fucking top heavy because they're a fucking beefy dude. They're muscular. They, they're in shape. They can still run. But God forbid that person fucking takes a turn too fast on the fucking shuttle sprint and tears their ACL or tears their MCL. You just ruined a perfectly healthy soldier. Good job, Army. Way to go. I'm not making excuses for fucking fat people or people that are lazy or people that don't want to do the work and put in fucking the time and effort to pass PT test. You know what? I turned to alcohol when I got home from Afghanistan. I put on some weight. I'm 225 now. I should be 175. Got it. Cool. That's my own fault. Did it to myself. Understand. Roger. Tracking. Whatever. Get fucked. But it's come time to the point where you know, I'm already past the halfway point now. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have to be a lifer to to get anything out of this. I'm not doing myself any good by getting out at twelve, thirteen, fourteen years. I'm just fucking myself at that point. Um, and it's not like I don't have the support that I need. You know, my my old squad leader, he's a fucking that dude throws weights around like it's nobody's business. He's definitely offered to help me. I've had other fucking soldiers that are younger than me or, you know, lower ranked than me. They're like, hey, you know, I'm really into going to the gym and fucking doing this, that, and the other thing, and I want to fucking help you out. Like, I want to see you succeed. And like, I appreciate it. But, you know, we always come up with fucking excuses. Oh, yeah, I'm... My work schedule doesn't allow me to do it. You know, it's a long drive. That this yada yada. My car's not working. Like, I need to just once again. It goes back to what my girl ex girlfriend said. You got to go outside your comfort zone. You got to start going to the gym again. Like, you got to start doing things that you don't want to do. And uh, she's absolutely right. Like, she's never really struggled with PT. She's always been pretty fit. Um. Since I've known her. Um, and, you know, she's never really struggled. She's a really well-rounded soldier. And she's pushed me and told me, like, hey, you know, I love you to death. But you really got to start doing something because your military career is coming to the point where it's going to be at stake. I was like, yeah, I know. And I just keep pushing it off, pushing it off, pushing it off. 
Like, <laughs> I was on Facebook the other day, and I saw something from the Puerto Rican National Guard. Some dude retired after four, 24 years in the military as an E4. And this dude was huge. Fucking huge. How he didn't get chaptered out was beyond me. Like, I'm not at that point where they gotta chapter me out because I'm a fat fuck. Like, I can still hold my own. I can still do everything that they need me to do. I may be a hefty boy, but I'm not a fucking... I don't look like the Kool-Aid man. Not yet. But, yeah, it's it's definitely come to the point where I have to really unfuck myself and get the shit on the road because the military is really all I have. Like, I don't have a relationship anymore, which sucks, but I understand. I don't really have family around anymore. My family's gone. My you know, some of my family lives on the other side of the state. My grandparents who raised me moved down to South Carolina. Like, I don't have the support group like I did when I was younger. This is this is what being an adult is. You don't have a support group. You're not going to... You have to do everything yourself now. That's part of being an adult. And uh, I'm slowly realizing that, which I should have realized years ago. But, you know, I'm too fucking stubborn and lazy and retarded to realize it. But... Here I am. So, um, you know, I'm definitely open to anybody who's got a great PT program that's in the military, that's not in the military. You know, by all means, hit me up on Instagram, vet underscore drunk. You can already tell that the fucking Jameson is already kicking my ass. But, um, yeah, no, please feel free to reach out to me. You're like, hey, you know. I know some shit. I want to help fucking help you out. Um, I'll, I appreciate any help. Um, I'll definitely, you know, take it into fucking consideration and see what I can and can't do. Go to my doctor and show it to him. Like, what What of this can I do? So, yeah, that's that. And uh, I guess we'll move on to the whole JRTC thing. Like, I fucking hate packing for shit. Like, I had to do a showdown. I had most of my shit, but, you know, after 11 years in the military, you're bound to misplace one or two things. And, of course, it's one or two things that I actually fucking need, but whatever, I'm hoping that I can get up to CIF and get some shit that I'm missing. But, um, fuck, man. A month at Fort Polk, Louisiana. For any of you that haven't been to Fort Polk or have heard about it, but have never been there, imagine the Everglades with lots of trees during the summertime and there's no buildings and living in that swamp for a month. No showers, no nothing. 18-hour days. Just, Just imagine that. And tell me how much that's going to fucking suck ass. Like, I haven't been to JRTC. I haven't been to NTC. I've only been to fucking Fort Bliss for a couple of months for pre-mob and demob. I'm not going to lie. I had it pretty easy while we were there. We had bee huts. We had fucking showers. We had toilets. Like, I'm an outdoors guy. So, like, I'm... It's okay. Like, I'll be alright. I'm not bitching about that. It's just... It's going to suck, but... I'm actually looking forward to it because I'm going to get away from my life for a fucking month and, you know, not have to worry about all the shit that's going on here. So, 
that'll definitely help. But no alcohol for a month? Like, come on, man. Like, that's probably going to be the hardest part. That and the fucking nicotine. Like, I'd have to load up on chewing tobacco. That shit's not cheap. And you know, everybody who's ever served in the military knows, oh, hey, man, can I get a pinch? Oh, hey, man, can I bum a cigarette? That shit goes real quick. When you're gone for that long in the middle of fucking nowhere, everybody starts smoking. You could fucking know these soldiers for 10, 15 years, never seen them smoke a cigarette in their life. Hey, man, can I get a smoke? It's going to happen. And there's no way we're getting replenished while we're out there. But, you know, that's fucking life. I signed up for it. It's all volunteer military. No fucking draft. I knew what I was getting into when I signed that contract. Twice. But, yeah. That's fucking life, man. Um. Yeah. So, one of our sister units just recently deployed to Cuba. Um. To do uh, work at Gitmo. And um, they were a very, very young green unit. They don't have any combat experience. I get it. They, uh, you know, a couple, the, the weeks prior to and the days prior to them leaving, they all kind of set in and like, oh, you know, I'm going on deployment. You know, everyone, please say prayers for me. Um, uh, you know, I have to get in the mindset that I'm going to, you know, on, on military deployment and things things have to change. Like, I get it. Um, and this isn't shitting on any of them. I have lots of friends in that unit, but fuck, man, you're not invading Kuwait or you're not invading fucking Iraq. You're not invading like, Afghanistan. You're not invading Syria. You're not invading Russia. Alright, tone it down. You're going to be a fucking security guard in Cuba. Let's relax. Like, come on. These long fucking... (sighs) Overdone posts on Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat are like... Stop. Just stop. Like, when I was fucking 23, 24 years old and I was going to Afghanistan, I didn't post anything like that. I was like, yo, get me on this fucking plane. I'm ready to go. Let's fucking do this. Like, I didn't make a big fucking scene about it. I was going to a combat zone. I went on a fucking combat deployment to Afghanistan. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Regardless of how it may or may not have fucking gone while I was there. I still went to an active combat zone where there are people killing each other and getting killed. I did my job and I came home. Thank God no one in our company was severely injured. We didn't lose anybody. Um, we did, you know, have some issues back home with, you know, the Boston bombing happened while we were there. The fucking Sandy Hook shooting in Connecticut happened while we were there. So it wasn't... It was more mentally taxing about things were going on at home. Like, I've watched marriages end. I've watched relationships form. I've watched relationships end. I've watched people cheat. I've watched people fucking do this, that, and the other thing. 
Um, but this is Cuba. Like, you're going on a fucking paid vacation. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you have to fucking step away for a year to go on a paid vacation. Like, I get it. Some of these people are older. They have kids. They have a family. I can, I totally feel for you. I get it. I understand how difficult it is to leave your family. I can't understand how difficult it is to leave your children because I don't have any, but I can imagine that it is excruciatingly difficult. But you also knew when you signed this contract that, that there was a possibility that this may happen. So I don't want to see these fucking tears. I don't want to see these fucking long egregious posts on Facebook about how fucking stressed you are about going on a paid vacation. These fucking people came from Afghanistan and Iraq. They're locked in cells. You're going to be fucking holding their hand everything with everything they do. And if they act squirrely, you're just going to beat the shit out of them, spray them with pepper spray, and fucking throw them in the shoe. That's it. And when you're not working, you're going to be scuba diving, you're going to be fishing, you're going to be going out to the club, you're going to be hanging out on the beach, you're going to be hanging out with your friends. You guys get leave? We didn't get leave for Afghanistan. Like, come the fuck on. Like, I'm sorry if this comes off as a, a fucking asshole, or I'm being a little harsh, but it's a fucking reality check. Like, you guys have it good. Stop fucking being babies about it, like... I'm sorry Af- Afghanistan was a real deployment. I'm sorry that fucking Kuwait is not a deployment. It's not a real deployment. Atropia is not a real deployment. And Cuba is not a real deployment. I'm sorry. It is a temporary duty station for you to collect a fat paycheck to relax. Three on, four off. Are you fucking kidding me? Try beating your dick in a fucking porta shitter that's 130 degrees for fucking a half hour because you can't get your fucking dick hard because you're so fucking tired. You're so hopped up on fucking rippets and you haven't fucking slept or fucking eaten or done anything in fucking two days. Like, come on. It pisses me off. I've spent more time beating off in a fucking porta shitter than half these fucking NCOs have in the military. And they want to flex. Get the fuck out of my face. I know I'm probably going to get ripped a new asshole by this from somebody in my unit, but whatever. I don't care. I'm just speaking for all the people that are too naive to say anything on Facebook or Instagram or Snapchat or anything like that. Like, I know I'm not the only person that feels this way. I know y'all have bitched to me and griped to me about it. Like, I got you. Like, don't worry. I fucking got you. Maybe this is the alcohol speaking. Maybe it's not. I don't know. But fuck, man. Like, relax. This isn't a fucking life or death situation. There is a very, very small percentage that you will be injured there. And you know what your injury will be? I rolled my ankle playing soccer with the guys out in the fucking fake field that they have. Oh, I got stung by a jellyfish. Oh, I got a fishing hook through my thumb. Oh, I got sunburned so bad. Stop it. Stop. That's all I have to fucking say about that. But, you know... People are going to be fucking people. Deployments may vary. That's just me. And now I'm going to go fucking take the rest of this Jameson bottle to my face, watch a movie, and pass the fuck out before I have to go to work tomorrow. So this is me signing off. Don't forget to uh, 
that drunk and definitely get fucked. It's Friday. Y'all should be getting fucking laid. I don't want any fucking excuses. And if you are getting laid, don't forget to wrap your shit up. Don't beat your dog. Don't beat your wife. Don't beat your kid. Don't beat your neighbor's kid. Don't beat your neighbor's wife. And definitely don't kill a fucking hooker. Until next time, I'll see y'all later.